Don't at me, but H-Town for life. I'm here with Kelly Rowland and up-and-coming actress Elle Lorraine. We're going to be talking about Destiny. This is going to be a really exciting Don't At Me. More after the music break. What's going on? This is Justin Simmons, and you're listening to Don't At Me. I'm sitting down with Houston's finest. Woo-hoo. I have a pretty <laughs> little woman in front of me and a Destiny's Children. <laughs> I tried to make Who's that work. Dancing? I couldn't. What's up, Kelly Rowland? What's up, Justin? Kelly, you're yeah. Kelly Rowland. You're Justin Simmons. And you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, guys, I don't know how you don't know who Kelly Rowland is, but you do. But I'm just going to say all of these things. She's literally an icon. Oh my God, okay. An literal icon starting out as a member of destiny's child before moving to her solo career as a singer television really host writer activist and one of my personal idols kelly Rowland. welcome to the show <laughs> thank you Justin. hey y'all l lorraine okay? get into it if you don't know who she is first of all season two of dear white people features her prominently thank you very much <laughs> in an episode and she also has the greatest three episode arc in the history of television hilarious on insecure and Drum roll. She is the star of my new movie, Bad Hair. Woo! Bitch, you heard it here first. Yes. MFers. Um, <laughs> I did that for my mom. And guess what, guys? Kelly's in it, too. We. <laughs> I am. You Don't act like you didn't know she was in it. I know she's in it, clearly, but they didn't know, so I'm just she's... acting as the audience. Well, Aww. look, I'm allowed to finally say that, so welcome, guys. Oh, it's um, so good. I'm going to ask you what I just asked you, which is, what is pissing you off right now, Kelly? The fact that we have a leader of the free world who is a horrible example of a human being. I miss this. Who is this? Oh, my God. I refuse to say his name these days. (laughs) Unless it's like, I only refer to him on the back of LeBron's shoe. So I just, um, you know what I mean? I'm really, really. Is he going to tweet about this part? No, he doesn't. I'm I'm really over it and I'm really disappointed only because you have an opportunity to shift your country in such Mm -hmm. a way Mm -hmm. and you use it in a very old fashioned mentality. And let me tell you something. I'm never, ever, ever, you know how politically correct Destiny's Child Mm -hmm, was. mm -hmm. And so that's the era I came up in. We never talked about politics. Hell, we performed at George Bush's Durham rally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't know what his policies were. (laughs) So, you know, the older I get, and I definitely think it's because I have my son now. Yeah. Like when you're paying attention to stuff and you're like, and this was like, of course, I think we all started to understand when Obama came yeah. into his administration because we were like, oh, my God, it's a black man in office. But it's way past that now, like yeah. paying attention to everything. And I, I'm sorry to get like right into it. Listen, it's what it's, we're it's, all thinking about. Yes, we're all thinking about it. And we're on the brink of like a moment where our vote actually can yeah. shift the trajectory of the rest of like our children's lives, our children's yeah. children's lives. And, and I just feel like it's it, 126 million people did not vote last year. Yeah, I know. That's a big number. Yeah. And if we, if I, if you, if L can be a part of shifting that number, you know for God's crazy? sake, making it lower. You know what's crazy, too? Because we're all from Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Houston is it's a strange place because it's like this liberal bastion of, like, progressive, cool, funky people. Somewhat. Now, okay, you know, there's oil. There's oil money up in there. But by and, lar- but by and large, like, there's 
was a lot of spaces that I was in in Houston that felt comfortable and progressive and liberal yes. and open and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But you're in Texas, though. Like, you're in the middle of Texas, and it feels yeah. like my state never fit the city I grew up in. Yeah. And you were going to say something else. Well, I do want to say one thing that made me really proud about the last um, election, with the presidential election, is that Texas was more Democratic than it's ever been. Yeah. Word? In history, yeah. It has a real shot at getting to purple, maybe blue. And obviously, like, Beto O'Rourke is, like, a big figure right now because Harris County, yeah. our county, <laughs> just so you guys know where we are in time because this podcast airs a little bit after sometimes, we're two weeks away from the midterms and the early voting in Harris County has like, it's a historic highs. I mean, it's like it's wow. never been this this high before. And um, a lot of the new voters are young people and people of color, surprise. And oh O'Rourke actually has a shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, he actually true. has a shot, despite it being Texas. Yeah. I mean, it, he is going up against Ted Cruz, who is like like a cartoon character bad person. Like, he just sort of like... <laughs> a cartoon character bad you, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. like, he's like, it's cartoon. It's like, how did anyone fall for yeah. this? Yeah. I don't the villain. Like yeah. an actual, like, obvious villain. They're all such That's obvious what, villains. It's bizarre. It's that is what's so interesting. It's like, They're like we on the see nose. it. How is this happening? If yeah. we see it happening, we see the car crash. We mm-hmm. see the just like the mixed messages. We mm-hmm. see the lies and yeah. the rhetoric. How is it still? How are they still fooling us? And like because there's still some generations of old mentality mm-hmm. that still feel like America is their country and it's not their country. It's everybody's country now, and yeah. the world has evolved. And you know, it's just that you know, bubble mentality where it's just like, no, this is mine, or this Mm -hmm. is where Mm -hmm. everything that Mm -hmm. I feel, and this is right, and this is only supposed to exist. So if you are of color, if you are transgender, if you are gay, if you are minority, period, they're just, they just can't understand why, why did you come here? But that's actually not what happened, boo-boo. No, 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 no. You, you know what I mean? Your homie back in the day took this country from Native Americans. Let's not get that twisted. Also, there's such a huge lack mentality that Mm -hmm. comes with that. And for us to be the free world and for us to be such an example of whatever the American dream is and for us to just constantly be preaching lack mm. makes yeah. no sense. Like we well, were built on. But this believing. is what but this is what happened, though. You have to these. This was specific. OK, they planned Facts. this shit like Facts. when you give somebody somebody to hate, you actually kind of give them a gift. OK, because mm. like one of my favorite quotes from James Baldwin is that, you know, and I'm going to mess it. I always mess up his quotes on this show because I don't have them in front of me. <laughs> but the intention of the quote was that the reason why people don't give up their hate is because once they do, there's pain there. And, and we've been avoiding a lot of pain for a lot of generations by hating That's each so other. It, is, it's, it's, it can be good, but it sucks, though, because we really are in that. That's a good quote. It's a great so quote. True. James Baldwin wrote a child. You know, he'd he be knowing. But like that, that is really... When you see these people, the reason why they can't even accept anything that is factual or true about, you know, the orange one, it's usually because they can't let go of that hate. They just can't let it go. It's like a drug. That's fascinating, especially when you remove the hate to say there's pain there instead Mm. of choosing to heal it. Yes. You know, as as one, as we all are, even if we want to look at it as like a country as opposed to races or, you know, the human race. Yeah. It's interesting. Instead of healing the pain, we'd rather 
keep we'd rather feed it oh yeah with hate you know because we don't know how to heal the pain that's the real tea we don't know how to heal the pain you know what i mean like as a country we don't know how to do it as individuals we don't know how to do it and we're being marketed constantly ways to just avoid it so you grow up with an avoidance mindset because everything you're everything we are marketed to our phones the things we wear everything it's just about like, okay, for five minutes I can avoid. Yeah. <laughs> I can avoid my inner thoughts. I tried to drink it away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's a fact. I want to talk about destiny. Ooh. Destiny. Yeah. As in Destiny's Children. All right. Okay. C-H-I-L-R-E-N. We're going on tour, the three of us. We're Destiny's Children. Children. Actually, I added some S's too. It's Destiny's Children's. Three S's for each one of them. Yeah. And we're, you know, like, I don't know what we are exactly, but I just know that I'm in the front. You're in the front. Okay. Yeah. And you guys are going to be like flanking me and I'm going to pop up. Are you rapping in this? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You know, I think Kelly will come up with what I'm going to do, but. Okay. <laughs> no, but I do want to talk about Destiny because I feel like there's something very particular about the two of you. And Kelly, like, I've, I've admired you from afar for so long. But even when, you know, you guys would come around PVA, HSPVA, High School for Performing yeah. Visual Arts. What, what? Like, Alumni. Yeah, right? Occasionally, like, I would, I would, like, you know, there'd be a commotion in the comments. <laughs> and lo and behold, Kelly and Beyonce are just like, hey, what's up, guys? We're from Houston as well. And we used to go here. <laughs> How are you? I don't know what you said. I was too scared to approach. Aww. The point is... <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, both of you, since I've known you, L, since we went to high school together, and I've known you from afar, Kelly, you both have a quality about you, I would say. Like, you both, to me, have a star situation going on. And when I say star situation, everybody who has a star situation doesn't end up becoming famous or a celebrity or whatever, but there's like a, there's a, there's something shining from inside. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just curious, you know, what has the role, has the role of destiny played anything? Cause to me, it was like obvious from meeting you and again, looking at you from below Kelly, that you guys had a destiny, that there was something special going on with you that was different mm-hmm. than other people, frankly. Not better, not worse, but just different. And I'm curious, like, have, did you, have you ever felt that? And has that ever been something you've, you've thought about? And either one of you can answer the question. I love that question first off, and yes. So I, being from Houston, I decided I was gonna be an actress at some point, and I'm one of those people when I decide I'm kinda like, all in Mm -hmm. it's not like oh I'm kind of going to be an actress and like if not maybe I'll like you know go into engineering I mean I didn't really have a backup and that's not even a good example that's a lot of people's backup though it's a lot you Mm -hmm. know so I was very one track minded so growing up and what age was that I want to say it started at 14 wow like when I got really sure wow so I was only going to school in California for college because I had to be in LA mm-hmm. and because I had to be a you know an actress in mm-hmm. films. And so I was always headed towards this path. Now it took a very long time after being in LA. I've been here for a while. I stayed with it and I trusted that this dream I had didn't come out of nowhere. I felt like my, my dream, my imagination was kind of a roadmap. Mm-hmm. And although I could see the destination, I couldn't see all the steps. Mm. So I just had to have the faith and trust myself and trust what I was getting through my intuition. Now, two years ago, I went through this crazy depression. I had my heart broken. I had like Do we need to some things him? happen. We, need we don't need to hurt him. He's hurt. And plus, he'll Ooh. see me from afar. Oh, he's um, hurt, honey. That's, he, a hurt. that's a good hurt. And let me tell you something. Hurt. When bad hair come out, okay. <laughs> 
It's fine. He, I mean, my phone's he's, gonna be. He's ringing. gonna be in pain. It's fine. So two years ago, I went through this depression. It was like the breakup. It was some other stuff, and I had to like be by myself a lot and just get honest. And I really started to write to God like every day mm. and be very transparent about what I was feeling, what I was thinking, my fears, my questions. Like I had to be honest with God and stop bringing this version of myself. Wow. And so when I did that, everything started to change. Like my life started to open up again. And I like, felt that. You felt yeah. that? I felt that out. You could feel it like it was like yeah. in the room when you I, said that. That was very, very uh, like real. But I also Thank felt you. it just wow. in, in life. Like I just yeah. felt. That was amazing. Because there is that meantime, man. You know, Kelly don't know about this because Kelly, you know, Kelly's she famous. Kelly. But like, uh, <laughs> just the look, the look is I'm like, y'all don't know. I just y'all can see my face right now, honey. I know your journey is. I, I'm sure. <laughs> but like, you know, there is that mean. There is that gap between this is what I can do and I know I can do it, and yet it isn't happening yet. That gap, like how you traverse that gap, I yeah. think. It says a lot and yeah. people are told that a lot when they're still in the struggle but don't know if that if they can lean into that advice of like yeah. just just work on yourself boo boo yeah. and get ready get yeah. ready get, for the moment get ready you like i did prepare myself a lot for whatever was coming even though i didn't know yeah, yeah. And then by the time it came, it came so fast, I didn't have the time to prepare in right. between. Like, had I just waited and then everything happened, I would have been trying to catch up the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I agree, too. If it had happened for me when I wanted it to, I would have been a hot mess, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm not Kelly Rowland. I can't deal, okay, with success for my entire life, Kelly. <laughs> no, but I wanna, I'm want to. i curious about that because you were in the game as a kid, basically. Yeah. And it was like, I imagine you almost have to like fall in love with your own thing, like yeah. over and over again. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Because you change, you change Yo, all the time. That's the thing. I think you continue to change. Yeah. And like, even now, by the way, there's still change happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to be completely transparent. Like, I think that the the older you get, the more you experience setups but setbacks setbacks really like start to give you like that eye of the tiger Mm, kind of mentality mm. because you're like oh you said i couldn't Mm -hmm. oh you said i'm not oh okay i got you right i got you and it's not even into proving anybody wrong it's to really prove it to yourself yeah because i remember i had the the feeling to prove it to somebody else and then i had to prove it to myself and that's when it was really Mm. like a greater satisfaction and when was that like when did you have that shift Probably around the end of my twenties. Okay. To be completely honest, around That's a the good end time of to my do it. yeah, it's such a great time to do. I was like, oh my god, bitch, you about to be thirty. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to get it together. What are you gonna do? Like, and in another ten years, you're gonna be forty, bitch. What are you gonna do? <laughs> That's what I was thinking in my head. Like, oh, you need to get your stuff together. Then it you was proved it to the wrong person. Exactly, exactly. But like, as as far as destiny. I, it was one part of your story I, I completely saw myself in because I do think that when you have a focus and when you're excited about something that you know is just for you, mm-hmm. you're willing to work, to like do the work, yeah. like getting completely immersed and drenched or whatever it is and whatever it is that you want to be and doing or whatever. You're willing to do the work for it. Yeah, doesn't matter what it takes, and it is no second option. And did that spark in you as a kid, or did like it that, did. did? Okay. So mine happened because my mother was a nanny, mm-hmm. hardworking nanny, 
And she had a boss, a beautiful white woman, Janine. I'll never forget her. And Janine didn't live in the south side of Atlanta. Okay. I did. Okay. I'm originally, like, born in Atlanta, mm-hmm. grown in Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we moved to Texas, I remember looking at Janine. I was like, she has a nice car. Mm. She smells good. What job does she have? I remember going to her job, picking her up from her job one day and watching her work late. And it was just certain things I was looking at with this woman. And then I met B. Mm. Her mother is a black woman, owns a salon. All these women from different influential backgrounds are coming into the salon. There's an art dealer. Mm. There's a lawyer. There's a car salesman. There's mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. different women from so many different backgrounds. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to get this. My life is about to be different. Mm-hmm. This generation is about to be different for me. I'm so it's like to... you saw the kind of woman you wanted to be first. Absolutely, wow. through other women. That's wow. really powerful. So women, my whole journey, I've always been moved by them, whether it was even learning how to, like, organize my house. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sonya Rhodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... It's, Please it's... come teach me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out from Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a lot. Is I felt like I was always looking at women to see who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and find my own way as well. That's really interesting. So it's like you saw the full thing first, mm-hmm. and music became the way to be that thing. If I'm yes. if I'm picking well, up what you're putting down. When I was five, I said I wanted to be like Whitney Houston and wear a mm-hmm. red dress. Mm-hmm. I've worn every dress you could think of. Honey, I've seen you in some dresses. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew I wanted to sing then. And my mama said that when I came home, God rest his soul, she said, my baby, because it was a project, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a red dress on. It was a horrible red dress. Wow, what a fashion faux pas. Um, And she said when I came home, she was like, how am I going to get my baby, like, fulfill her destiny, mm. basically. How am I going to change her life? What am I going to do? She didn't know what to do. Moved to Houston, met one of the girls, Latavia. Latavia and I went to school together, mm-hmm. and we were playing Barbies and it's like singing in the closet. That was it. Next thing I know, th- my world shifted. Are you wow. serious? That was it. My wow. world shifted. And wow. it was, I mean, it was, of course, while in flux because we were kids and trying to figure out, the like, you know, labels and how many people were in the group and this and that. But This like, was girls' time, period. This was girls' time. Mm, there was a lot of girls' girls' time. You know, it was like 18 girls like in girls' time. girls. I'm it's girls you. who can say they were in girls' time. Wow. Listen, They're I'm running t- around here like we were Destiny's Child then. When I see <laughs> Star <laughs> Search in my mind and the girls' time girls come out, it's like about 45 girls. <laughs> like, it's, I can hear uh, the music. I can't. I can one, two, one, two, chair. I can hear the beat and there's just like a sea of girls. Okay, <laughs> girls' time. It's fine. Your challenges are a young group from Houston. Welcome Beyonce, Lativia, Nina, Nikki, Kelly, and Ashley. The hip hop rappin' girls time. What you want to check? Yeah, GT in the with a brand new slam. I remember like when when pictures would be sent out of the ladies and I um of all of us or whatever, and they like, who does what? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, well, these dance, these girls dance, these ones sing background, these ones sing lead, these ones... It's like ho- an army. They, yeah. It's like, these ones, uh, they hold up the stage. These, It's like everybody had a job. <laughs> All right, y'all, I know it's good, but we'll be right back after a short break.
on the newest episode of Nocturne, KCRW's podcast about the night. Can you hear it? Can you hear the hum? I woke her up and I said to the wife, can you hear this noise? And she's like, what noise? And she couldn't hear it. It's like a truck engine idling. And when you open the door to see that truck, it's not there. All over the world, people are kept awake by a low-frequency sound with no explanation. That's on the latest Nocturne, wherever you listen to podcasts. So, back to Destiny, guys. Okay. Okay? Because what I want to know about is when it doesn't look like you think it'll look like. Like, that's what I want to talk about. It's like, you know, I felt like it was my destiny to be a filmmaker, which is weird because ain't nobody knew what that was growing up. And there was no, like, there was no reference for that in my family. But I never thought there was anything else for me. I never did. But not everybody has that. It doesn't mean, you know, not everybody has that sort of, like, hooker by crook mentality that early. And I'll be honest with you, there were moments when I was like, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) These bills are not... Not getting paid, and uh, <laughs> nobody seems Neither to be interested. Of the student in, loans. No one is interested in this screenplay. So, uh, you know, what do you do? What do you do then? Like, I, I feel like, um, you know, Kelly, you've talked a little bit about first of all, just like this new music industry. Which, mm-hmm. what is it, by the way? Can you tell me that? Social media. <laughs> it's like fused. Um, it's it's a like, lot of artists. It's a lot it's, of singles. It's, so, it's a lot yeah. of right. But yes, it's changed so much only because music just feels like it's so disposable. Mm. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, I do know what you and mean. And I, I just feel like we would open a CD. We would look at the producers. We would yeah. look at the lyrics. It was like receiving a we product. We actually really appreciated the work, and mm-hmm. we waited for it. It was the even the waiting game and when you finally get it it's a real gift you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and now there's like oh there's 800 singles released on Friday such and such is on Oh, it's weird. This many records. No. It's just, it's so really so interesting. So sold 12 records and it's number one in the world. It's yes. like, it's a different situation. And, and streaming, even streaming. But I'm actually happy that they have figured out a way to monetize streaming because for a second, the music industry was looking really bleak yeah. uh, with no sales. And that was like a really scary moment for music because the truth is, is like, when Destiny's Child broke, when Escape broke, or Celine Dion broke, or Mariah broke, it was millions of dollars put behind yeah. mm-hmm. artists at a time that really made them pop and stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And really mm-hmm. made them popular. It was so much work. And even the publicists and A&Rs, everybody was working their asses off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To make sure that it did pop. It was such an investment. It was mm-hmm. an investment. Yeah. And it was great investments. And I'm I'm grateful to this day for the team that we had because mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. still able to go international. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and do shows or whatever it is over there because so, that so, costs money. So for you, does it look like what you thought it would look like or what, you know? No, it's completely different. Really? It's completely different. Like, what I love is that this newer generation, they are screaming for authenticity. Mm-hmm. You don't have a moment to be fake. They are, girl, but I want to put a pin in that because I have a rant coming, okay? Go on, go but no, I want to I want to hear from Elle really quick about this too before I go into the rant about the authenticity. Okay. Everybody don't let me forget. Okay, Elle. So, it's <laughs> well, what is kind it look, of how authenticity does, how does it work yeah. when it doesn't look like. Yeah, like does this look like what does this look this like? This right now today? In your plan in your um, destiny. First off, I feel like I'm living in a dream. 
frame mm. a little bit because though I, you know, saw it in my imagination, watching it happen and being a part of it, one, it just feels so right. Like mm. it fits. Like I feel like I'm put on my life. Mm. Does that make you sense? You feel like you've put on your life. Yeah. Wow. So it fits, but it's also like I'm in a fairy tale. Like I'm just having all these crazy meetings and I just got to live out my dream for the six weeks that we were shooting this. Mm-hmm. And I I got to go into all these parts of my talent, I'll say, mm-hmm. that you might not normally get to go on in your first film. Right. So it it does not look exactly the way I imagined, but it's far more amazing. It's mm. it, And it's so comfortable. It is, uh, that's why I, it's better. It's, yeah. If you open up to how it's different, I've always, for me, you know, in my 35 years, I found that it's better. You know, it's yeah. better than what I thought. Like, the version of my life where it started at 22, I guess, I don't know, like, was not it. Like, I think back on that version of what I thought it would look like, mm-hmm. and that was that was trash that compared was trash. to what it is, you know, and the yeah. kind of stories I get to tell. It's richer. It's richer because yeah. I think I think when you fall into your own lane, you get to, I don't know, for me, it's been like I'm, I'm able to put things together in my own way. And so you're not supposed to go movie to run in a TV show. Like, that's not a trajectory, but it was for me because that's what it looked like for me. You know what I mean? And so when people ask, like, what do do I do? It's like, I don't know what you're going to do. That's That's the exciting part. It's like you, you pushing through all the little stumbling blocks to get there is going to make your you look totally different than me. Absolutely. And if you try to do it exactly the way someone else did, you're, your stroke, your stroke of color mm. won't work for you mm-hmm. because I can't be a better Justin than Justin can be. I can't be yeah. a better Kelly. I can only be L. Mm-hmm. And I can be the best version of me. Y'all could better be than sisters, y'all. though. No, Just we could. real. <laughs> real no, we team. totally yeah, could. Y'all could be best sisters, okay? <laughs> okay, music rant coming in two, three, one. one. That wasn't three, how numbers two, work. Um, one. I'm here for the authenticity, okay? But I just watched, what was, what was the last, it wasn't the, it was, it was the MTV, MTV mm-hmm. Music Awards, and I felt like an old man telling the children to get off my lawn. Because the kids, oh my God, the pop stars today, okay? The music, is, some of it sounded real good, Kelly. Some of it sounded real nice. But they are boring my pants off, okay? Motherfuckers in t-shirts, and they just brushed their hair and came to the show. It's like, it's so authentic that I'm like, okay, when we did authentic back in my day, it was grunge, okay? And and motherfuckers had flannel, and it was like, you know what I mean? Like, there was still a show to come see, you know what I mean? And now it's like, you know, and I can say these things because it's a podcast and nobody knows who I am, but like, what's the chick that sings Havana, Camille? Who I've been literally, I've been obsessed with her Her since X Factor. Like I was watching her come up on X Factor, so I actually am a fan. But like, there's no like show. You know what I'm saying? Like she did a great performance, but there was no. I don't the theatrics know. Theatrics of it all. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know. I thought. mean, thought it was no thought. Yeah, it's like we grew up when like Michael Jackson. Yeah. on the Super Bowl would shoot out the bottom of the stadium and just stand there for about thirty minutes yes. until people lost their freaking minds. Yeah, that was a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know who recently had a great show, Justin? Who's that? Well, put on a really great performance. Cardi B mm. at the American Music Awards. You know really? what? She did really she good She pulled there. out all the stops and I hear she's a sponge. Like mm. she's actually really in, into wanting to know how can my performance be 
greater. Right. And I think that when you have those questions in place, we need to be looking at something way bigger than what she, you know what I mean? Like she's she's she has her mind set on something. And I'm really intrigued because if that performance did that when she tours, I'm excited to see what okay. that's gonna look like. Yeah, I'm, I'm here really for that. you know what I'm I mean? I'm here for that. I'm here for that. And there were some <laughs> good ones at the AMAs. Like I felt like Sierra killed it with the level of situation. Yeah, always people put in some work, but you know, it just and maybe it's what you were talking about, the A and R of it all. And this is just like me talking shit about pop culture, so feel I free to it. chime Please. in. Okay. But like uh but like, you know, it, maybe it's because we don't have the money going into the development or whatever, but I, there's just a, I, I don't care. Like, yeah. I hear these songs sometimes. I'm like, that's cute. I have no idea who's singing this and I have no reason to find out <laughs> because right. there'll just be another song next week that sounds right. cute as well. Right. And there's no personality, you know? And it's like, I'm glad that we as people, black people, whatever, people in music are more mentally healthy than our forefathers in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But I also need some, I need some energy though. I need yeah. some crazy <laughs> energy. Yeah. I agree. I miss, I miss shows, you know? Yeah. And, we don't experience that anymore. I mean, but you, I mean, I you do. You do. Like anybody from y'all's generation, you do. Okay, yeah. you, Beyonce, Brandy. Sierra, Brandy, like all the motherfuckers who came up in the right era knew yeah. and still know yeah. how to put on a show. Yeah, it's the new, fresh on the block kids <laughs> <laughs> who are making this music that I think is great, but it's I just don't have a personality to sink into even if it's invented frank ocean me too he does something that no one else is doing i miss him so he's he yeah he's in a little he's in a little weird spot though in the in this industry is he well just because the the he like he left his label but i i don't think blonde was a part of that I, i i really don't know the specifics but i know that when he made his break it was not it was not love all the way around. Do you know what I'm saying? And so I don't know if that's why. I mean, he seems like the kind of person who likes to go away and come back. Kanye done gone crazy. It's just like, I need some I need some help, Kelly. So what are we going to do? How are you going to fix it? Me? Yes, you. Oh, my God. <laughs> not alone. I, I, You know what's funny is... I, Put out I, your new album today. I, I, oh, my God. On the cast. Ah, I'm just oh kidding. <laughs> okay, I gave Kelly a heart attack. It's fine. Um, <laughs> You have to want to... You have to want that. Yeah. I think as an artist, you have to want that. You have to want to give people a great show. You have to want to give an experience. Do you experience. have to be, this is a real, do you have to be crazy to want that? Yes. I was just going to say yes. You do have to be crazy you. to mm-hmm. want it. You have to see it in the back of your head. Like now, even as I'm in a studio, I'm like, oh, I know what this is going to look like. So I pull up references and I'll put it on my mood mm. board. Oh, when there's content or when there's this moment for this song, I want this to look like this. And by the way, all of that stuff costs money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another factor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you have to want to give people a moment. And vain, speaking in a vain way, you have to want to want them to talk about you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You have to. How do you make space for that? Because me and Elle now... I've never get, said that out loud, so... No, but I think it's but real. But I think that's very real. I think it's real, because you know what? A few things about you I think are really interesting is how cool you are, first of all. Oh, I think. Right? Because, like, you yeah. came up in a weird spot where y'all were famous as kids, and it was messy fame. It was especially in H-Town. You know about this, Elle. Like, we yeah. were all... Like, the gossip on the street about who was in the group yeah. and the colors <laughs> and all that stuff. And we had ownership to that. Oh, H-Child, yeah. Of oh, yeah. yeah. We were like, nah, that's mine. That's... I don't know why. <laughs> 
I, we talked about y'all like we knew y'all, okay, back in the day. But like the thing is, is y'all, you kind of all emerged as sane people, <laughs> like who seem anyway yeah. to have your shit together. But it's like you, you found, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like you found a way to like hold the part of being crazy that makes you interesting <laughs> without letting it take all the way over. Oh, Would that's a very that? good way to put it. That's I mean, a real, actually, that's a really good way to put it. I think that my house mother is Michael Jackson. Okay, so oh, I am I, I am it. fitfully aware of every aspect of his career, and you know, I think it. I think at a certain point, the Barnum and Bailey of it all took yeah. over. You know what I mean? Mm, but yeah. you, without that, you wouldn't have gotten Thriller and yes. Bad, and, you know, all that stuff. Yes. So, but like, can we have it and still live and be sane? It feels like you. The answer might be yes. I don't know. Well, I think that you can. I think that it's really about surrounding yourself with people who you you can be honest with, and mm-hmm. they can be honest with you. But I also think that like you gotta want to be. Mm. You have to want to be. You know what I mean? And I'm grateful for B's mom, Tina. Because she taught me about mental health at like a very young age. Mm. You know what I mean? See, like that's what it is. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's it, it's it it's is. um. No, Kelly, that's what it is. I'm just gonna go ahead. <laughs> well, keep talking. No, yeah, keep going. Keep going. That could talk, I mean, I do think that's a great a great part of it. But you you have to learn that at an early age, and I think that your environment really starts to shape you into the person that you want to be. Mm. And that's why that's it's so real. like mentors are important. Just having examples of like, you know, of a possibility. How how did you like start filmmaking? Did you see somebody do it? Were you watching a lot of movies? You know, I just knew it in my heart and soul. I swear to God. I was a kid. That's incredible. I was a terrible artist. I would draw like comic books and they were really bad. But I was always trying to visually tell a story. Mm. Always. And then I I was watching X-Men one day. And it ju- the thought just occurred to me. It was like the moment in 2001 Space Odyssey when the monkey searched the thing. It's like, oh, I think this is somebody's job to decide, oh, I'm going to show a close-up. I, I didn't know they were called close-ups, but like, I'm going to show, I'm going to get really close to Rogue's face here. And then I'm going to see the whole action here. And, then I'm gonna, and I was like, that's got to be someone's job to yeah. pick the, wow, the shots, basically. Well, some, some people aren't that lucky. Yeah. Some people aren't that lucky or blessed to have that moment. And they have to be shown. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I didn't, I knew I wanted to be a, a veterinarian or a singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, no, I, I can't. I can't smell a dog's behind. I, it's just not my, gonna be my you thing. You can't? Okay. No. <laughs> You're lost. Mm-hmm. But I was literally like, that's not the job for me. I wanna be a singer, I'm gonna be a singer. Mm-hmm. How I'm gonna do it, I don't know. Yeah. And I love to sing. I wake up and I sing, I dream and I sing. I, you know what I mean? I daydream and I sing. I'm in the car and I sing. I'm no, with my same, mommy and I sing. but like, somehow it doesn't, it has not Somehow your career <laughs> hasn't hit yet. Y'all are so funny. Somehow, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I feel like you Elle's can be on my EP. I feel like you can. You're gonna have an EP soon. Elle. Yeah, I she know. is. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> she is. I'm excited. You guys, I'm excited thinking about it. Just praying for those producers to come on. Is that is that all? Is that been a part of the uh, the destiny? Yeah. So okay, when I was really little, I used to say I wanted to be a lawyer, doctor, singer, dancer. Wow. And then I took dancer off and kept actor, or but replaced it with actor. And but lawyer and doctor are still lawyer on there. and doctor. I may have another life in like 20 years, okay. so who knows. You know what, I had a therapist once who had, she had gone through three different careers, like very different, and I was like, you've lived so many lives. And she said, 
I think I have one more. Like, I think wow. I'll go into something else wow. a little lighter. And that made me, like, start to have so much freedom with my life. Wow. Because I can do I'm whatever really, I want. I'm really inspired by this concept of the two of you, like, seeing women in your life who, like, show a vision of, li- of living mm-hmm. that pulls you. I, I've just, I've never really heard it put quite that way for whatever reason. But go ahead. Go ahead. I um, so, but I've been singing since I was a kid, you know, church, of course. And then I grew up in a black Southern church and I didn't have all the belting. Mm. So I would always be so afraid of what my voice sounds like. I have, mm-hmm. like, a little yodel. I got a little country in there. So then I got into musical theater and started doing that, and I loved it. But I'm like, this is also just isn't my thing. And so as I've gotten older, you were there when I bought a mm-hmm. guitar, or you were around at that yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And I would be... Yeah, kind of. That's so dope. Thank you. <laughs> I would be in Justin's living room, like, trying to learn how to play. That's but so I... So now I start... Like, I write, and I sing, and I play, and... It's given me this, like, my own identity. Mm. I don't have to try to fit into someone else's box of what I should sound like. Mm. So that's been a beautiful discovery, and I'm well, owning it now. And now is the time, because you can put that music out there and get a stream, but just do me a favor and just what? give us the show, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm going. You oh, know, I, I already, already, know. Like, I already, I already know imagine. Oh, my God, I'm designing lights. Oh, I already, I already have, like, I'll, I'll talk to Dime sometimes, <laughs> and I'll be like, so, Dime, this is what I'm going to have on my stage, and then she'll be like, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll edit it. You know, like, things like that happen. <laughs> like, we'll see. But I have, I have I lights you. in my head. I have songs. I have the movement of the show in my head. That's that's beautiful. That's perfect. You guys, one day is going to happen. So what's In a, a year. So what's next? Like for both of you, like what's part of the destiny and the dream that's like, maybe it's crazy. I don't know. But you've identified like there's a next part of your destiny or what it looks like. Have you? I don't know. I'm in the middle of all this new stuff, like mm. creating the team around me. But my dream is to do movies. I want to yeah. do great character driven films and uh, one of my dreams you want to hear this yes one of my real dreams and no one still this please i want to play kate from taming of the shrew wow you shouldn't have said that on a podcast if you didn't want anyone to know <laughs> but that's a great idea like something like that yeah i would love that i love strong female leads i love even broken women i love broken <sighs> characters yes you do honey let me tell you something. <laughs> the character you play in Bad Hair was broken. Okay. okay into shattered. several <laughs> pieces. Um, well, that's exciting. So for you right now, it's about putting the team together to support more. Yeah. Where are you Mine going next, Kels? is producing movies. Yes. Like, Black female always... producers. <laughs> like, we need more of you. I know. Da-da-do. Like, um... <laughs> I remember I did a, a, a movie with Wendy Feinerman. Okay. I kept seeing her name pop up on movies. And I remember I finally got the opportunity to work with her. She was really cool. I just sat there just like playing in the background, watching her. I was like, I could do that. Mm. I could do that when I'm old, like when I'm older. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't feel like going to a concert or making a record or perform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not going to a concert, but performing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want a downtime and I can be still, but I can still enjoy being creative. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have such OCD and that would just be so much fun to me. Right, to put that production together. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and kiss that downtime goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, because I heard it is very time consuming. Yes, it is. And it's I was like, but I would totally love to do that. You better do things because they look fun. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I know that it would require work, but at least it starts as fun. 
well, <laughs> guys, just go vote. Like, I just can't, okay? Just vote everybody listening, okay? All 12 of you, vote. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever vote. you are. Uh, Can and, I just say, and trust your destiny? Like, trust yourself. I, yeah, unless, unless your destiny has you voting for, like, Republicans. <laughs> just... <laughs> If your if your destiny brings you anywhere near the Republican Party, I'm just gonna tell you it's, it's not yours. It's the, just give it yeah. it's somebody else's. Yeah, <laughs> so go to sleep and then wake up and try again. Try, try okay. again, okay? <laughs> just try read some history books and we, hear my voice and try again. <laughs> no, but and for real, go Democratic. We gotta we gotta we gotta make a shift in this country. Like we actually have the ability to do it. Yes. We actually do. But this is like a real moment. This is a real mm. fork in the road. This is a big one. And and we kind of can't afford the steps backwards that we normally take at mm. the moment. Like we have a lot of real issues to solve. We really, really have to solve climate change, guys. Like yeah, we got twenty so good real. years. It's so yeah. real. We got twenty good years, and those good years are gonna come with some really crazy ass storms and shit. Like we got stuff to do. All yeah. right. We got racism mm-hmm. to end. Yeah. We got the yep. patriarchy to bring back yes. into size. Uh, and that's only gonna happen if, if you get out there and you vote. So please do that. Please yeah. vote. This has been a wonderful show. Um, I have to thank my beautiful guests, my beautiful guests, Kelly Rowland and Elle Lorraine, for being up in the house. I would also like to thank our producers, Gina Delvac and Kara Hart, our production engineers, Garrett Lang and Chuck Prevateri. Special thanks to Vishnu Vallabhanani, head of programming, Quinn O'Toole. Chris Bowers created our theme song. This is Don't At Me with Justin Simeon. And if you like the show, at Away, just subscribe, please, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave a review. I want to hear from you. We'll be back next week with another Don't At Me. Don't At Me! It's going to be fun. 